Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Learning to Fly, the podcast. I hope that you enjoyed yesterday's episode celebrating the eighth anniversary of Lullabin's Lullabies by Ian Quiet. And I am excited to announce that there are some more upcoming projects with him and a couple more episodes that will be so much fun. And to hear those, stay tuned in October. And I'll have more information as soon as possible. Also, I would like to let you guys know that I really enjoyed our Poem in Your Pocket Day episodes, and those are the ones where you guys get to share your voice and send in your submissions and your recordings of poetry and music and all the things that make you guys you and make this community one to really be a part of and one that seriously stands out from the other poetry and art communities that I've been a part of. And I'm so glad that it's all centered around this podcast or around my Patreon page or all these other places where we can grow and connect together. That is absolutely incredible, incredibly thrilling to me. And I love and appreciate you all. So I'm not quite sure when that episode will air, but it will definitely be at the end of October. So send in your recordings again and send me emails and let's make this one another amazing episode that showcases you guys' voice, not just mine. If you want, send in something Halloween themed, send in something Day of the Dead themed, send in All Souls Day, whatever it is that you celebrate and makes October something special to behold for you. Um, I am super excited to share it all. And if you want to share something totally off the beaten path of that or something else is calling you in a different direction, I absolutely encourage and thank and appreciate those entries as well. Um, I haven't rejected an entry thus far, so send something in and I'm super excited to put it into an episode and to have each and every one of you here on the Learning to Fly podcast. So there's a link in the description where you can record one minute segments or you can just email me at the email address associated with this podcast, which is also in the description. And I will absolutely look forward to adding you to this podcast. All of that being said, I have some more prompt poems. And this time the prompt was basically ode to a band ending in some cool realization. So I have two poems for Bayside and I have a poem for Tori Amos. And I am super excited to share them. But as they are a bit on the longer side... Let's go ahead and talk about today's sponsor, and then I will read the poems and we'll call it a day. Alrighty, so the first poem is Ode to Bayside, Brooksfield, and Chocolate Eyes That Haunt Me. I walk into a place I swore I'd had too much of, Climbed up a bar stool, broken and squeaking, but mine nonetheless. Drink up, beautiful. I've spiked your cup with angst and a heart attack. Peanuts taunt me from the bar counter. I remember how you called me that despite the protest. What we had was never meant to last. 
and I know that the spark inside your eyes was just the match I used to set myself on fire. Something so wonderfully mysterious in its magic. A black magic intended to kill and inspire. The stool creaks from under me, begging me to go the fuck home. To get out of this place, away from this misused space, where your ghost still reminds me that I made a mess of things, that I should have learned to drown before learning to swim because somehow there's sense in that. Darling, Brooksfield was beautiful to me long after the fairies wilted away and way before love became an obsession. You and I are the memories, the cafes, the seedy bars together and away. Darling, I can't listen to these songs. They're just inside of me. I can't say the name Bayside. I can't reference Brooksfield without a week-long haunting by chocolate eyes. The next one is Ode to Bayside ending in Breaking the Cycle. Assume it's just not worth getting back up. That this fight and all it stands for has me so fucking beat up that it might as well have been the championship and have the championship belt glued to its hip from here to the end of whatever comes next. I'll shake responsibility and say a hard life did this to me because failure comes in all shapes and sizes, but Pluto's a planet again, so nothing's really over just yet. It feels like we're all just sitting here, waiting for the whiskey to get the best of us, for the floor to beg for more hugs because gravity's a lonely ass bitch, and you, you're the match I used to set myself on fire. So what, pray tell, does that say about everything? What does that say we are, Peanut? And when do we realize that we're already poisoned? We've poisoned each other to the last drop. Drink up, beautiful. I spiked your cup with angst and a heart attack. So goddamn strong, this whiskey floor hugging self has nothing on you or what's next. And the next one is um, Ode to Tori Amos ending in Not Jumping. And this was inspired mainly by the albums Scarlet's Walk and Beekeeper, which both have been there for very important moments in my life. So I reference it all. As I come to terms with this, my world will change. There was so much I could have been, different people I might have grown into. The beekeeper has arrived and I cannot say I'm too young to go, just that there's nothing to be remembered for. I ordered you a pancake, but there's still so much else to be said for where we are today, honey. Playing games of cars and guitars, just waiting for the right people to come back home for one last goodbye, for one last toast. Uh, Am I crazy? Just settle in now. As the coffee steam waltzes out of the mugs and out of the room, somewhere your hoochie woman has never been able to brave. I deserve an apology before I go, so let's just unzip my religion down. Another trip to God only knows where, for another surprise my heart can't take. I thought it was time to go, that I had heard the beekeeper calling, but this, this bridge is not my end. And I think that that poem is super important because, like I said, it 
accumulates all of these important moments in my life and it references these songs that my mother introduced me to at a very young age and that really influenced how my art shaped up. In fact, I had an art journal project in the sixth grade and every single piece I turned in was inspired by the album Beekeeper. So much so that it scared the ever-loving shit out of my art teacher, but it was an amazing experience nonetheless. And I hope that that's what you take from these poems, is that there's inspiration to be found everywhere. Thank you so very much for joining me on another episode of Learning to Fly the Podcast, and I'll see you again tomorrow.